0: Welcome to the Break the Chains Revolution, daily recordings to help break the chains of sin and isolation in your life. Hello, and welcome back to today's episode of Break the Chains Audio. This episode is continuing our segment talking about the sacrament of the Eucharist and how it ties into our spiritual growth as we are working to break the chains of sin in our life. Just to review, yesterday we discussed how there are a number of different fruits we experience when we receive the Eucharist at Mass, the first of which is that fruit of a deep union with Christ, but which also includes special graces for the forgiveness of sins and avoiding future mortal sins. So today, here, just as we did with Mary, we can look in particular at all the different forms of Eucharistic devotion in the Church, and the ways it can help us give ourselves a positive way to help us grow in holiness. One of my favorite documents in the Church that talks about our relationship to the Eucharist and some of the different forms of prayer and devotion that have developed around it is Pope Benedict XVI's post-Synodal Apostolic Exhortation, Sacramentum Caritatis. Now, a way you can think of Eucharistic prayer and devotion is as a way of both extending our prayer around the Eucharist in the liturgy itself, and then as a way of preparing for the future and our next reception of the Eucharist at Mass. Pope Benedict brings up a bunch of different ways that we engage in this kind of prayer, especially in the devotions and the traditions of the church. The first he mentions, just sort of offhand, is something I think ought to be a staple of our prayer life, if we can manage it, and that's praying in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament, usually as it's reserved in the tabernacle, for example at our parish. Just being in the Lord's presence has an impact on our souls, and it's always amazing to hear how people can sometimes even sense the difference in a Catholic church when they walk in in that way. Beyond that basic practice, there are different traditions around how whole communities can gather together for Eucharistic prayer and meditation. One that a lot of us have probably witnessed is the practice of Eucharistic processions, which are especially associated with the solemnity of Corpus Christi, but can happen other times during the year as well. There are also larger scale events that parishes and dioceses can arrange, like Eucharistic congresses for talks, prayer, and reflection. On that note in particular, I want to highlight a practice that's been especially significant for many people in their spiritual healing Eucharistic adoration. I like to think that if we are trying to replace habits of sin, especially pornography, with practices of prayer, then adoration is almost like the anti pornography in a way. Pornography, Reduces people to artificial objects for our pleasure, but adoration reorients our gaze and our wills to the most real person in the universe, Jesus Christ, present in the Eucharist body, blood, soul, and divinity, and it invites us into a deep, authentic, beautiful relationship with him. So where sin cuts us off and isolates us, prayer with our Lord in the blessed sacrament is one of the surest paths to real relationship. If you haven't made this a part of your prayer life in a while, just go a few minutes early for Mass the next time you get a chance, or even stay for a while afterward to pray in Thanksgiving. Embrace that silence and the beauty of the Lord's presence. I think you might find it's even better than you expected. I know I did. Thanks for tuning in to the Break the Change Show. The views and opinions expressed in the show are those of the presenters alone and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you.